What's up, up 20s? 20s? You gotta oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you gotta emphasize the oh. S, but oh. that's okay. Um, as you can probably tell, I don't have Alfonso with me. I have um, tell the audience your name. My name is Sia. Sia, <laughs> one of my best friends. Best uh, We've known each other for so many years. For so many years. Maybe like. Well, maybe not so many, but like no, going like on 10 years. Digits. No, we're in double digits, girl. We're getting there. Because I met you when you were 16, and I'm 29 now. And I'm 25, or I'm going to be. But I met you when you were 16. Yeah, so next year will be 10 years. I'm going to be 26 next year. No, but I'm 29. You see what I mean? But I'm 25. What are you talking about? Wait, this math. is mathing. You're not mathing. I'm 20, you were 16 when I met you. So you were 19. Oh, my God. God, oh you are. My, oh my God. Anyway, oh that was bad. This is why we went to art school. This is why we went to art school. Yeah, that's so bad. That was a real. But bad. um, I, <laughs> Sia and I are not at CCTV today. We're at pop up um in Kendall Square, and Sia so um kindly dropped by and now we are gonna record a podcast together and i'm so excited so i didn't have anything planned per se but i do have 54 questions in front of me and i'm just gonna you know i I think in the beginning i want to do the first like couple of like general questions and then we're gonna jump into like popcorn style and uh, figure out some questions are you ready sounds perfect let's do it okay and hopefully see i will give you a lot of insight because they are we'll see the <laughs> most like amazing friend that i could ever ask oh, for I, love you. You too. I really mean it me and too. you've helped me through so much you in do. my life and you've helped i already said that you've ah <laughs> 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 oh, yeah yeah it, it, this is one of those days my brain is not braining um you are just such an amazing friend and you give really great advice so uh, uh, let's jump into it, it. are let's you ready for it. your questions let's do it yay I have several questions for you today. Great. Um, they're very random, <laughs> but very specific at the same time. Thank you for being here. And are you ready? Yes, I am ready. Tell us your name. My name is Sia Rondo. Sia, welcome. Thank you. So how are you doing today? I am doing decently. Today is not that bad. I'm doing decently. Good, because my next question is, how are you really? <laughs> Decent. <laughs> but you answered it. <laughs> I'm trying to be more honest as I get closer to 30 about how I'm actually feeling. It's, I feel like good. an adult thing to do besides being like, oh, I'm good. But like, being yeah. like, I'm actually just decent. Saying you're good is so in the past. Like, just I'm good. Or yeah. Like, why are people like so intimidated by just telling them how just you actually honest. feel? Yeah, I yeah. tell people all the time, like, no, I'm doing shit today, and this is why, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, And um, I love that for you. Thank you. Uh, what has been going on in your life recently that you expected and didn't expect? Expected that the spring would be a little bit slow to start because of some personal things, and unexpected, um, I don't know. I have, like, some exciting things coming up as well that I was looking forward to the spring. So I feel like this spring was a toss-up in many ways, but I'm looking forward to the things that I'm, like, excited about. Yeah. They're on the horizon. The spring is going to be our season. I have <laughs> yes. a feeling. And yeah. summer. Yes. This year I'm claiming as my own because 2022 <laughs> sucked. sucked. It was yeah, bad. It, it, it was it real bad. <laughs> For a lot of us. It was really bad. Yeah. Let us know if you can relate. Yeah. Um, my third question, I have several questions, so maybe I won't do a... Maybe I'll just pick random ones. How about that? Just okay. Just keep it exciting. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite drink? 
My favorite beverage. Beverage, yes. Is. Oh gosh, that's a really good question. I think I drink a lot of seltzer water. You like do. a lot of seltzer water. Got it from my dad. Flavored? No, it can be any. I don't like I don't like uh spindrift. That's just nasty. Yeah, it's they not put, very like, good. it's like tart. I don't like anything sweet that's like seltzery. Uh-huh. But I love plain old bubbly water. I'll, and I think it's that's good that's for your slaps. system too. I don't know how good it is for your system. It's good if you have like a stomach ache, but I don't know it's good true. for like your system per se. I mean, it's just water with bubbles in it. Like I don't use one with like tonic water. It doesn't mm-hmm. have salts in it. It's literally just water with bubbles. That's what I like to drink. Yeah. So does my mom. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are on the same wave. Uh, what's your morning routine? My morning routine is I wake up, I go to the bathroom and I wash my face and brush my teeth. And then I go take my doggy out for a walk. And we go at least for 15 minutes. He likes to go to the playground and romp around before the toddlers arrive because my home is surrounded by <laughs> child daycares. <laughs> so Snufkin, who is my dog, can only get certain times at the park because other times it's infiltrated by babies. Rightfully so, it is a park. Yeah. But he does like going to that park. We run around for a couple minutes together and I take him home. Nice. Yeah. So you, you brush your teeth mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah, as most people do and should. Well, <laughs> what else would before you, because I don't. Well, I do. Oh, after you eat, like you have yeah, breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So you don't have breakfast until you get home after the doggy daycare or yeah, whatever. I have a really walk. messed up system for food eating. Yeah. It's like not. When consistent. do you eat? When I'm hungry. And mm. I try to eat in the morning sometimes, but I don't have like, that's not part of my routine. Like eating is not a routine. It's like, a, it's like a thing that I try to do. Like it's like a. To survive, I hope. To survive, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's not like, I don't have it like built into a schedule. I don't have like, I eat at this time. I'm like, I'll eat when I'm hungry or like when I think Honestly, to do it. Honestly, that like, makes really sense. It's really Yeah. It makes sense because why would you overeat, you know, like me? I overeat. No, it's not about overeating too. It's like also just like. You need to you need to force up eat if you don't have an appetite. You know what That's I mean? Because it's equally unhealthy to overeat than it is to like not eat at all. Good point. But like you have a schedule for eating. I don't have a schedule, period, and I don't remember to eat all the time, which is like bad. I'd That's rather true. have your thing, which is like you have a schedule to eat, you know what I mean? Like you remember Good that point. I eat these meals at this time. Good point. Because <laughs> I'd be eating at three AM, like twelve whenever to you're 3 hungry. Yeah. Like by prime time for eating, which is really unhealthy. Well, then maybe that's something you could change this year. That's what I'm have a lot of things I have to change this spring and this year. I have a lot of stuff I'm trying to change. You that's definitely make on it. A routine. So I have it on my fridge, like things that I do, and then I just check it off my list every day. I know. I really like your fridge thing. I like your little task thing. It's I got nice. a lot of stuff to fix, and I should add. A we all task do. List. So don't don't beat yourself yeah, up. Yeah, you're also screwed up. All y'all watching this are all screwed <clears> up. <throat> Hopefully not, not as much as we are, but um, <laughs> what does mental health mean to you? Everything. Mental health is so important. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like <laughs> developing bronchitis, which is a probably like a factor for my mental, but like, a, like one of the things that you have to take care of in order for your mental health to be good is like your physical health. Good point. But mental health is everything to me. Yeah. I've learned a lot in the course of my almost 29 years on this planet about how to take care of myself emotionally. But, I mean, it's everything. I mean, it impacts everything the thing that we do in our lives, you know? That is like, true. It's all it, up here yeah. before it's anywhere else. Like, me being here right now was impacted by whether or not I could get myself to leave my home based off of how I was feeling during the day. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. every decision we make is somehow tied to our mental health. Very true. Um, well, to kind of follow up on that question, I have, where is it, where is it? Oh, man, I had a really good question. Oh, 
What is the biggest challenge you oh, overcome in your mental what's health? What's your perspective on mental health growing up versus now? I think that's a really good one to... Oh, that's, that's a really good question. I mean, when I was younger, let's be real, I was like a fucked up child. I was like a messed up child. You can edit the fucked up part, but I was a messed up, angry child. I had like a lot of problems growing up. Um, I definitely had like a very, very uh, turbulent youth. Not because of my family. Not because my family was is perfect and lovely and like supported me through all this. And I definitely had quite the experience of like growing into my mental illnesses and being diagnosed for those things at a young age and like learning about uh, sort of, you know, finding people you trust to treat your mental illnesses because people in psychiatry and in therapists too are just like not built the same. They're not built equally. Like mm -hmm. I trust some more than I will trust any others because there are some who understand the nuances of like who you are as a person, all the external factors, and right. then the actual core essence of like diagnosing someone with a like real illness versus someone meeting someone and then like a the psychiatrist meeting you on the spot and then being like, oh, you're an emergency. I'm going to prescribe you all of these medications that work for these specific illnesses, diagnoses, but not actually get to know you as a person and figure out which diagnoses are actually the ones that yes. need to be treated versus ones that we just need to like silence for a moment while we figure out what needs to be treated. You know what I mean? I'm going through like, that right now. They'll just like shove a bunch of SSRIs in you or they'll shove a bunch of just, sure. like, they'll just shove a bunch of meds in you just to like get you to get to a baseline of like, I don't want to call it like silence because you're still hurting and you're still like, you know, suffering, but like psychiatrists who are just like on the spot meeting you will just like give you something just like plateau you. Mm -hmm. But then the work from there is still like you have to do like the talk therapy. You have to like figure out which medications actually work for you. And then hopefully with your psychiatrist figure out what actually are your diagnoses, you know? Yeah. Because there's so many different ways to treat depression than just like giving someone an SSRI. I'm not on SSRIs and I'm I, depressed. You know what I'm saying? Same here. Um, yes, but a great explanation of everything. But how do you think men the mental health aspect of things have changed after the pandemic? Do you think people are just talking about it more? People are seeking more help? People are just open about it? Um, well, no. I think that people are more open about it, but I think that's reserved for certain, like, demographics and also certain, like, age groups. I think that all the different generations have been impacted completely differently by the pandemic because there's all the other influences, like, the social impacts of the pandemic, mm -hmm. the economic impacts, like, everything. Different influences have impacted different approaches because, for example, like, last week there was an article that came out about, like, one in three high school girls want or have tried to kill themselves. And it's gotten worse since I was a high schooler. Thanks. And we can look at the pandemic as part of the influence. We can look at like other external factors. But like the fact is, is they, they actually cited social media and the internet as being like the prime suspect of like why this is becoming such a crisis. But um, comparatively, like has the pandemic made it worse? Uh, maybe. But also, like, there's so many other things contributing to, like, what's going on. And, of course, like, the pandemic made people go online more. Like, we were all online. Like, that was the only way for, like, lots of people to socialize. And, like, if I was in high school, like, I would also be online 24-7. Mm -hmm. So I can't really say that, like, the pandemic was, like, the issue when technology was also rising just as rapidly at the same time. But, I mean, the pandemic, of course, impacted everything, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So insightful. <laughs> um. <laughs> I sound so dry in this interview today. No, it's great. Because I'm just, I, I have nothing in my brain today. 
Um, let's see, let's see. Pick a number between one and 54. Three. Was I supposed to keep my head? <laughs> so I, so I can think of it or, oh, oh, just so okay. I, no, no, just so I can pick a question. <laughs> okay, like, so like three? in your head. I was like, oops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not a really good one. So can you pick another one? Uh, 23. What is your favorite place to vacation? I already know the answer. But I go ahead. <laughs> love Cape Cod. <laughs> it's yes. the most <laughs> place on the planet. I, go, I used to go there like throughout my childhood with my family and like into my adulthood. That's still like our place to go. But if you're talking about like me trying to like have fun and stuff, I went to South Korea once. I fell in love with it. I'm going again this summer for like two weeks. And nothing compares. Nothing compares like I going out go. wise and like going. It's it sounds so oh fun. Oh my god. South Korea is like huh, so, so, so fun. <laughs> I but love like, Cape that. Cod is like my special place in my heart. But like if I was gonna go travel anywhere the second, I'd be like, South Korea, let's go. Would you live there in South Korea? Um, I mean, in an alternative universe for sure, <laughs> but like, you know, my, you know, my like family dynamics, you know, like where I'm at with like my life and profession and stuff like that. Like it's just not in the cards yeah, for yeah, me yeah. for a very second. It would have to be like way later on in my life when I have like, yeah, a little bit more yeah, yeah. flexibility with like where I want to be I in the world. I want to go there. That sounds so it's fun. It's so much fun. Okay. Pick another number. 43. You and threes. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, would you rather spend one year at the North Pole or two years in the Sahara Desert? Oh my God, those both sound fucking terrible. <laughs> you gotta those pick your battles. Terrible. You gotta pick your battles. Um, fudge, fudge. I don't know. You know the the context Only of this. One year in the North Pole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hopefully, you have shelter and like all that. Good what do you stuff. mean? Hopefully, like, wait. What are the What are the other parameters <laughs> of this question? Well, in my head, I'm just thinking, like, you have absolutely nothing going for you, and you're just oh there for you. I wouldn't survive in either of these climates. That's Do a good point. A like, okay. I thought you meant, like, for, like, okay, you were going for, like, work, or, like, you're just going to live your life there. You okay, know what okay. I mean? Let's like, stick to that scenario. So, the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, I think the North Pole. I think you're the year. terrible. You only a year. Versus two years in the desert. That's true. You know what but I mean? you don't like the winter. I hate the winter, but I hate the winter in the city. So you think it would be any different in the middle of Well, because there won't be, like, dog planet? poop and, like, trash water and, like, buses and cars and, like, salt all over the ground. You know what I mean? It would just be, like, the North Pole, which would be kind of pretty and peaceful. You and the penguins. Yes. And uh, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> the desert just sounds like, what would I, like, what would I see? Like, I mean, it gets, like, snakes and, like, stuff. I don't know. That's a, you yeah, know what I mean? That just like, sounds kind there's of actually like lots of research that I think I've heard more about in the North Pole than I have about in the desert. Like, I know there's lots of research in the desert, but like that just sounds dry. There's just and, more uh, stuff I think I'd be interested in the North Pole. That's a good point. You know? Yeah, and then the Northern Lights maybe will yeah, show up. Stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. It like study like the ice melt and like climate change. You know, oh, that's like that depressing. Too. I know it's but really yeah. sad, but be interesting. Okay, North Pole. Yes. Yeah. Um, so who is your celebrity crush that you would bring to the North Pole with you? Oh, I can bring him to the North Pole? I don't know. I made that one up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good makeup question. Oh, my God. Who is my celebrity crush? You know, I never actually believed in those. Because I don't know. I don't, like, I, I like, don't, I don't, I, like, literally can't think of one. What? I can think of, like, a funny oh, one, Oh, you maybe, used like, to really like Justin Bieber. Yeah, but, like, 
Bibber. Why did I say Bibber? <laughs> Bibber. <laughs> Justin Bibber. Um, yeah, that was like a funny Travis name. Scott. Travis you? Scott. Sia has the most random celebrity crushes ever. Yeah. You would not expect it at all. Yeah, no. Like, it's strictly not off of personality for sure. You know what I mean? Like, these are <laughs> truly not great people. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's Justin Bieber. Or, like, Travis Scott. You know what I'm saying? So you bring them to the... No, I would not. <laughs> to the North Pole with me. That's so cursed. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm so you can't that. think of a celebrity crush. I gotta have one. I must. have Okay, one. well we'll come back to that. Okay. I won't forget. I won't forget either. No one think about it. Okay, another number without a three at the end. Fourteen. So I want number that. <laughs> I was gonna do thirteen, but you said no three at the end. So I did fourteen. Okay. What are your goals? Wait. What go? Ugh. What goals are you pursuing right now? English. Wow, a lot of different things. Yeah. Personally, I am working on my uh, life balances. Like, for example, like getting to the gym, sleeping regularly, like redoing my eating schedule, like trying to get into a real habit of like healthy routines for myself. And then professionally, um, I am working on getting a certificate in project management and then potentially getting some um, certifications in project management as well because I realize that's what I love to do when I'm in jobs. Like everything yes. I've ever done has been project management, just not using that lingo. But now that I'm learning the lingo and I'm learning like the actual uh, theories and processes behind real project management, I'm like, oh, this is fun stuff. I like this. I like this a lot. But yeah. yeah, I have a lot of different things I want to do. But project management for now is like what I'm pursuing because it's like a technical skill. I've always wanted to be like a technical skill person. And yeah. I what about f in your personal life? What are you? What are your goals besides going to the gym? <sighs> I know Good you want to spend more time outdoors. Yeah, I want to spend more time outdoors. I want to spend more time in nature to take care of my body. Also, really good for mental health. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Spend more time with my homies. Like, spend more time, be more available to my friends. That's um, so important. Because so I'm learning about. I feel like a lot of people are learning this. Lots of people are learning this. I'm one of them. But, like, the different types of love in your life, like, none are more important than the other. You know what I mean? But for some reason, I've always, like, prioritized romantic love over other types of love, even though every other type of love has been so much yeah. more fulfilling and enriching than romantic love for me. That's so important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Because you just made me think about my entire life now. Because the same. <laughs> it's important to think about that. Yeah. I, have, like, I also want to make time for my friends this yeah. year. Yeah. It's so important. Like, because you... Yeah. I, I have, like, so many friends who've gone through breakups. I literally have two actively going through breakups right now. Mm -hmm. And the whole reminder I'm telling them, because it's like they're trying to, you know, break themselves off of a singular person who, like, became, like, their whole sort of central focus and, like, their emotional anchor. But then I'm just like, don't forget, like, you had all these other relationships going at the exact same time as this one that are still here and that are still, like, helping you grow. Yeah. So, like learning to unprioritize romantic love is something that I'm like, is really important to me. So getting back to the dating world, because that's something I want to do too, I'm being very mindful of how much of my brain capacity is going towards me thinking about a singular person versus like finding nourishment in my family, my friends, my dog, yes. like the things that are there no matter what will happen in life, unless I have a friend follow up. But that doesn't happen because I've known my friends for a very long time and like they know me and like I've fa figured out the ones that are for life. Sure. Um, and uh, apply that to my approach with like dating. Like 
remembering that I have a core group of people in my life who know me and love me, and that any additional person um, who is uh, not from familial or friendship love is not that they're less important than those two things, but to balance it out. Balance is Yeah, key. and to not put them above as soon as I meet them. Like, they're not above. Like, they are balanced out with them. Yes. And ideally, that romantic love incorporates friendship and familial love, too, because those two types of love are the ones I'm best at. I'm not really great at romantic love, but I'm great at friendship you are. and familial love. Um, and so I'm trying to learn from that type of love how to manage, like, dating and stuff like that. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. made a lot of sense. You always make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Not always. Okay, maybe. another number. Um, 29, because that's about to be my age. <laughs> that's a boring one. Oh, damn it. Damn. 13 <laughs> and 29, you're like, boring. <laughs> three is my lucky number, 29 is what the age I'm turning. You're like, three was like, ah, boring, 29, ah, boring. Sorry. Damn, damn. <laughs> okay, another number. Um, okay, uh, 51. Do we do 51? I feel like we're over here. Oh, no, we already did 51. Uh, we already answered that question. 37, 37. Did you read it? No, I didn't. I just okay. like, glanced over the numbers. <laughs> I don't think I was in the area. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, good. What was the best year of your life, and what was the worst year of your life? Oh, my God. The worst years of my life. I can, like... Worst 2022 year. was really bad. I think it just came to a head because I really thought that the year was going to be amazing and it was like real bad, real yeah, rough. It humbled you. It humbled me <laughs> like, for real. Uh -uh. No, it humbled me for real, for real. Same. Um, so 2022 were... 2022 was like the same. worst year because everything just like, everything was just disappointing. In your whole 29 years Because like life. so many things added up until that year and again, I thought it was going to be like the best year of my life, like the best relationship That's of my life, like the best like professional experience in my life and like everything just ended up being like the opposite d-list at best the oh. opposite i mean i still like my yeah. family and my friends were still very strong and that was important but like just what i thought was new personal growth wise was like not it not not this it. Is why i don't set high expectations in the beginning of the year no no like let's no. be realistic here <laughs> <laughs> remember how last year went yeah seriously you're really gonna put high hopes into this year but i actually i'm actually putting high hopes into 2023 though yeah. I'm gonna I'm putting high hopes because I'm trying to do the whole thing about like manifestation and speaking positively into the yes. into the world. Cause although I did that in 2022, I did a lot of that in 2022 and it turned out to like literally <laughs> punch me in the face. <laughs> like 2022, I was trying to put like the best efforts into the world I could, but I just wasn't where I'm at in 2023. And again, I'm just like looking at 2023 as like I'm so much more self-aware. I learned a lot from this past year. And I'm in a really good standing in all the different aspects of my life. And now I just need to do like the emotional work of like being happy where I'm at and like finding happiness in the things that aren't always perfect or things I want Small to be things. improving. Yeah, in the, everything that I do, I'm just like, I want to learn how to be more appreciative of that. And I think the last time I was actually fully appreciative, that was probably when I was like a child, like a baby. Mm. So that would be the last time of the best year of my life was probably when I was like a kindergartner. Cause like I was like just a happy baby. But then, like, damn. But yeah, 2023, I'm like, have high hopes for it. Like, I really have high hopes Me for too. it. Me too. Yeah. Don't we all? We hope so. Um, okay, let's see. Who was the. I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask. <laughs> anyway, for the audience. Who is the one person that you admired the most? Oh, gosh. I mean, I can't pick. 
care between my mom and my dad because <laughs> they're both so equal important to me. They're but, awesome. Your parents. I are. mean, I'm so close to both of my parents. Um, I look up to both of their work so much for very different reasons. Like, I look at my mom's work, and she is just a genius when it comes to um, like structures. Like, she's a genius when it comes to, like organizational structures and like complex systems. Mm. Like, she organized an entire union at one of the most prestigious world-renowned universities in the entire world that's been around for like eons, and she built from like the abyss this entire living, breathing organization within an organization that for, you know, all intents and purposes were so against the union. But she figured out the system and she understands systems and organizational structures and she like did that. And like, I love that because my brain also really loves systems. Like that's why I'm like love Project Man because of systems. Mm -hmm. And also, yeah, I just think it's fascinating. But then with my dad, like he taught me like my communication style. Yes, I get my communication style completely sound, from my father. Yeah, <laughs> not that you sound the same, but I can see the resemblance. It's yeah, he, he's good. I yeah. mean, he works in radio. Right? Yeah, so I definitely grew up like I think looking to my father for like how to communicate to the outside world versus then my mom because my mom and I don't communicate the same way at all. Mm. But my dad and I communicate very much the same way. Your I definitely mom is got very much like. Like, I relate to her a lot, yeah. her communication Yeah, style. I definitely, like, my personality is heavily influenced by my dad. My work is heavily influenced by my mom. I love that. So, yeah. to answer the question, you went around the bush, your dad and your mom. Your yeah, mom I, can't, your I can't put one or the other. They're okay. both so I, I was thinking your dad, but... I mean, I think that's the first thing that popped into my head, because I was like, okay, if I really think about, like, all the influences on my life, but like, you, my dad's both, heavily influential. They're both so awesome. Yeah, yeah. They're both very important, very important people to me. They're awesome. Mm, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> What's your spirit animal? Oh, frick. What is my spirit animal? I used to say it was a shark, like a great white shark. I used to always <laughs> say great white shark. I used to say grizzly bear. Like, I used to think I was like a mammoth. Like, I used to think I was like a freaking mammoth, um, top of the line <laughs> predator. I would not consider myself that at all. I'm, le- I'm more like a freaking, like, lizard or like not no that's not, that's not really what i am um but i'm most certainly not like a top predator um yeah. can i say peppa pig <laughs> yeah you know i can see that peppa pig we'll take that <laughs> like it makes sense like it makes yeah sense, yeah right? yeah i don't i'm like peppa pig i can't what what would you say my spirit animal is oh that's a really good question because i'm very mellow i think right now you're serving you're serving what am i serving like some type of animal that you'd find in the forest not a deer not a moose not like an elk not like a four-legged like kind of horse looking thing no that's (laughs) that's not what i'm thinking when i think of the forest i don't think of snakes (laughs) i think of like owls i think of birds of prey i think of like four-legged horse looking things and then i think of like smaller like rodents or marsupial type of deals i feel like you're serving don't say some type of what a rat, did you say? Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> you're serving some type of like elusive bird of prey, which can only be found in a forest setting. Thank you. Like an owl of some nature. I'll take it. Yeah. I'm unique. Because you're really thoughtful and elusive at this point in your life. And you need lots of privacy oh. to recoup and like approach the things you need to do in life. Yeah. You're serving. That's a great like, way to describe bird. what I'm going through. Yeah. I'm serving bird. Yeah, like now owl. You know, if you didn't know, owl. Now you know. Owl. I'm an owl. Yeah. 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 When it comes mm-hmm. down to it, I'm an owl. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Because he's doing like a deer's too skittish. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not, not sk- you're not scared of things. You're no, just no, like no. thoughtful and elusive and take your time with things. I'm taking my owl. time. Owl. I'm an owl. Yeah, for sure. They're so pretty. I'll take yeah. it for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I guess I'm gonna pick a number. Pick a number. Oh, 17. That's not a good one. I don't know. Um, how about what would you do if you won a million dollars today? Today? Right here in this podcast. Just pull out a suitcase full of a hundred bills. A hundred bills. What would you do? You know what's so funny? So I, I hope you give me some Facebook is look at the news and try to sell stuff on Marketplace. That's the only thing I do. Same. And one of the top articles that keep popping up on my news feed are all of these um, people winning lottery prizes all across Massachusetts. Like, every day, there's I need like $100,000 plus. People are, like, winning a million dollars, like, left and right. Are you so serious? I, literally, yeah. So I'm not a gambler. I don't buy scratch tickets. I don't do the lottery. That's not my thing. But I always thought, because I read these articles, I'm like, well, what would I do if I just like, got a million dollars because I went to the supermarket? I was like, I'm going to buy a scratch ticket and just walk home with like, my groceries and a million dollars. I'm like, what the flip? Like, oh my God. Yeah. I, I've like, literally think about it every day because I look at the news. I'm like, oh my God, like, every day it's like someone winning. Like, I'm going to start my scratch tickets. But anyways. Good to know. Thanks for that. No, info. literally. Like, literally every day this I'm like, looking us, at folks. this. Yeah, this no. Could be and us. so, no, I, but that's a really good question. I think about this all the time because it's, again, all of my news. But then again, I haven't. T- what? <laughs> if you win the lottery, so much of it goes to tax. So really, you're yeah. not a millionaire. You're more like you're gonna have like, like seven hundred thousand, maybe a little less. Because it's thirty percent. I feel like they always get more money out, but mm. like five hundred, whatever. I mean, that's still a lot of money. That's fifty percent of the income. Yeah, I know. We don't not charge fifty percent. I mean, I guess I don't know if. But I'm saying thirty percent of tax. Let's okay. So a million dollars is seven hundred thousand dollars. That's like, I don't know. I'd probably like help put down a down payment for a home for my parents if they want to move into like one of the really nice buildings they've been looking at so that we can keep our Cambridge home and they can move wherever they want. Um, I give your friend a little bit, yeah. Take out my friends for like a whole massive trip to South Korea, sure, fun as shit. Like, save up for my 30th birthday to have a a huge celebration. A Tesla. You're not giving me shit. I don't know if I'd be shit. handing people cars, You're bro. not giving me I shit. I want to do, like, an experience. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if it was with friends, I'd want to have an ex- I would want to do an experience with my yeah, friends. whatever. I'd want to set my parents up for success for the older years, even though they're fully successful for their older years. They've, they've said that many times. Like, we don't need anything from me, but I'm, like, still out of, like, family honor and pride. I've always of been, course. like, my parents are, like, really important to me. Okay, so you'd invest, help your parents, and celebrate. Donate. I donate. Good for you. I w- for sure. I would invest, and then when I have enough money that's invested, then I would donate. Yeah, investing is really important, too. Paying off your debt, too, if you have debt. Yes. Oh, I know a thing or two <laughs> about that. Okay, what's your favorite quote? Um, oh, this is one by Mark Twain. Don't go around saying the world owes you a living. It owes you nothing. It was here first. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, Mark Twain. I, it's that's like, a really good I one. think that's exactly how it goes, but it might be a little bit paraphrased, but, but that's still. the essence. Yeah. Oh, also, J.K. Rowling, who was a turf, so I don't love her. Albus Dumbledore has a great quote that is, um, it's not 
our abilities, but our choices that show who we truly are. That's a good one, too. Because everything, the whole, I mean, our whole lives is just surrounded by choices. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is just... Because if you think about it in Harry Potter, right, you have Harry Potter who has ability and choice and you also have all of the people like um, Voldemort who had the abilities but made the wrong choices. Yeah. So lesson of the day is... choices more than our abilities that show who we truly are. Choices are But that one also paraphrase. But again, it's it's from Harry Potter. I mean, choices are so important. Yeah. If you make the wrong choice, things can go down. I mean, think about it. Evil people have really good ability, right? Like Hitler built up an empire he Mm -hmm. had ability but he was a horrible person yeah you know his choices are how we judge him in history not by his ability to build like an empire you know a political empire good quotes i know you'd be good at that one yeah those are those are like really good quotes to live by okay what's your proudest accomplishment my proudest accomplishment is um this is gonna sound really sad but i think not being dead <laughs> like oh i think <laughs> i think like I get it, not that human like i'm every day i'm like looking at it as like a survival like a survival day but i think just like yeah i think saying being alive at this very second is good. definitely my proudest crowning achievement and like yeah continuing to grow and maintain myself is also proud i think about that often now that i'm an adult and i have to survive yeah. by myself Every yeah. day, and I only got myself. Obviously, I have people around me, but ultimately, we only have ourselves. Yeah. And we're going to die alone. We're going to... Well, hopefully not. Like, well, you'll die with people who I you mean. love around you. Yeah. Sure. People yeah. around you, but you're... you're yeah. Ultimately, you're, you come into this world alone. You yeah. You leave it alone. Yeah. And what was my point? My point was... I think about this a lot, because every day I'm like, life could just end right now, and I'm choosing... To, this is going to sound dark, but I'm choosing not to end it. Yeah. And like, I have to actively make choices so I don't end it. Yeah. And so yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. Being alive is an accomplishment. Yeah. 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 Please. Proud Just, of you for watching this video and being alive to watch it. Yes. Or hear it. Yes. Or somehow right. experience it with one of your sensory organs. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> um, what is your favorite state? In the United States. I mean, I love Rhode Island. I don't know why. Oh, I love I Rhode Island. I love Rhode Island. I have no idea. Providence. Why. I love Providence so much. Providence is I good. I just love it so much. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite meal? M-E-A-L. My favorite meal is... Um, I mean, it really depends. Um, my, one of my most... I'll talk about my most recent comfort meal is um a blt with french fries BLTs are a good. blt on whole wheat toast with french fries like nothing nothing compares to that but that's yeah. my current fixation what, where do you get it like what's i the make f- it oh, oh you make it mm-hmm. oh, everything sia makes though is so good i i really be guessing you up because that shit is so good that's shit is good everything I, I like cooking at home but i get uh, the blt idea i got from zoe's diner in harvard square in cambridge Interesting. It is so good. It's so affordable. Favorite meal? We already went over so that. Give, like advice to my younger twenties, like my younger self, like in my sure. 20s. Why not? Tell us. I'm about to be exiting my twenties. I am on my way to twenty nine, and I feel like that is the hurdle through which I'm like I am no longer in my twenties. I know I'm in my twenties, so when I'm twenty nine, but like I don't really think of it in my twenties because yeah. my twenties were so defined by my emotional experience 
thorough relationships that I never actually had like a full perspective of who I was, what my needs were, what my boundaries were, or like anything from like my personal inner being until I've like gotten almost to my 30s. Like I feel like I've, whether it's through like friendships or relationships or like just anything aside from like really examining myself. Like I did a lot of self-examination in my 20s, but like I really don't think I did most of it until like my later 20s. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm at 29, like I think the most important thing I'd look back on, this, this is a little bit long-winded, but given the fact that, you know, again, my relationships really defined my early 20s, that the sooner you can learn boundaries and the sooner you can take the time to like really reflect on yourself, like don't get caught up in like the other things. There will always be things happening around you, but the most important thing is like checking with yourself at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. check in with yourself at the end. They'd be like, what worked for me and what didn't? Because all the different factors of life are always going to be there on your day to day. But like you acknowledging how it impacted you as a person and only you like, I wish I checked in more often about that. Yeah. Because I would have tolerated way less bullshit. I would have done, like, way more things just for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, boundaries. I think boundaries, boundaries are, are so like, important. boundaries, baby. They should teach us about boundaries in school. Literally. Like, from a young age. Because it's so, it's so Professional, important. Professional, personal. You carry that with you for the rest of your of life. Yeah. Boundaries. Yeah. That's a great, yeah. that's a great advice. Yeah. Thank you. Boundaries I are so important in your 20s. My fellow 20-something-year-olds, or not who are listening definitely set those boundaries yeah get to know you yourself get you really comfortable it. with yourself you won't regret it check in yourself every day or like whenever you have the capacity check in with yourself because really, yeah you are the most important factor in your life things i've been doing to like really check in with myself recently is journaling and like having a moment to meditate and just think about my life and that's yeah. really helped me yeah set those boundaries and know what i want yeah. know what i don't want people that i don't want in my life yeah because at the end of the day, you know, you kind of want your, your circle to be meaningful as an yeah. adult. The crazy thing is, like, um, when you think about your 20s and boundaries, like... But anyways, so, my last point about... We got interrupted, thing, but... Yeah, my last point about the 20s thing is that I feel like in our 20s, we, like, literally think that if we don't figure our lives in that time frame, like, we are setting ourselves up for disaster. Mm-hmm. Like, we hold relationships so high. We hold professional things so high. We do not give ourselves any, any forgiveness when we feel as though we're not where we should be in our 20s. But um, uh, there's a really great like interview with <laughs> Dwight from The Office. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's not actually Dwight. It's the actor it's, who plays yeah, yeah. Dwight. Um, and he's talking about like, the 20s are for like exploring and like messing up and like you're, it's for learning. Like, you're not, like, don't look at your 20s as, like, the be-all, end-all for rest of your life because that's just so unrealistic. Your life is going to be so long. And, again, it's, like, for me, if I had, I can't, you know, if I had, but, like, again, when I think about boundaries, I think about, you know, all the different ways I could have been more forgiving with myself when things weren't up to par with where I thought they should be in my 20s. Yes. Because, again, the only thing that's consistent across the entire span of your life is you. Other things will change. Yeah. Thank you. So You're so wise. You don't have to have it all figured out in your 20s. Don't play. Don't try. Like, it's have not, fun. It's not even going to work out. Figure anyway, it out. Like, like, you're gonna, like, it'll all be figured out. If you think you're figured out in your 20s, no. you're not. There's more And, like, there's some people who, like, really do. And, like, good for them. But, like, I personally don't believe in that. I don't prescribe to that. Because I'm like, yo, 
I'm going to be dying when I'm like 100. Mm -hmm. I have 80 more freaking years after 20. Like, if you think I'm going to be doing what I'm doing now for another 80 years I mean, after that, was that, just that, miserable. that just sounds miserable and boring. Yeah. I want to have like a life of intrigue, adventure, and like difference. Like, I don't need the same thing. And again, it's like, I, the only thing I need to be the same is me. So... That's Preach, it. sis. That's it. I love you. I love you too. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Do you have any final thoughts uh, for What's Up 20s? What's Up 20s? No, just keep <laughs> tuning in because these folks are working their butts off to bring you guys really important You've content. You've never even listened to one. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't want y'all talk about. But you never listen. No. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't need any more advice in my toys. I'll give you all advice while I'm like out here. Well, we're not I can barely like watch like even my true. favorite shows for like five minutes. My brain is like everywhere. Podcasting is not for everyone. And I'm but so glad. But I feel glad. like your generation loves it. So you're really doing a good job of catering to your generation of like people who and like need self-help and advice. beyond that, I think and Alfonso advice. and I are just good friends who just want to share our experiences. So yeah, um, I'm keeping thank it real. you for being here and sharing your experience. Mm -hmm. Um I had a lot of fun. Me too. Asking all the questions, and I hope you had fun being here. Thank you so much, and I love you. I love you Thank too. Thank you for your words. I love you too. Anytime. Bye.